guys, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing, and today I'm talking about uh, Leela Burris from Organized Ish, and she she talks about in this article about um, how to organize a small office space. Uh, she says she's a blogger, professional organizer, a mom of a teen, a cricket or cry cut crafter and an animal rescue advocate now i have the silhouette machine that cuts out vinyl so i'm not real sure how to if you pronounce it cry cut or cricket um but it's a vinyl cutting machine that she uses uh for crafts so today um, she talks about what's worked for her and her clients, her friends and family, and everyone she's worked with lately when it comes to creating and organizing a small office space. And she says office doesn't have to be a room. And I would add in the same for a uh, homeschool classroom. You don't have to have a whole room. You don't have to have a whole classroom. You can carve out the space wherever you are. And there are portable desks, lap desks, and, and stuff like that and uh, that you can use. Uh, so if you think about it, she says, the home office you think you need is basically just a desk and some shelves. So you don't need a whole room for that. She says, look around, not as a homeowner, and try to find some potential workspaces that you could use if you bought the house. Look for some spaces that have excessive or oversized furniture, or maybe look for empty spaces or areas that have uh, maybe just some filler pieces that are staged in. She says, look at your home like you're fixing to buy the home. Don't look at it as someone that's already lived there and is used to the way the home is laid out right now. Your best bet is to double up your guest room or your formal dining room or maybe divide up a bonus room. But if you don't have these spaces, you can offer any room that doesn't have a TV or a lot of activity that's happening in there. Uh, because those are any room that has a lot of distractions is not going to be a good office space. And I will add, it's not going to be a good homeschool space either. I'm just throwing in homeschool in here because I know right now that's what a lot of people are doing. This was probably written right at the beginning of the pandemic, I believe. So some things can be tweaked a little bit. Um, she says, you, it, this could be your mudroom, your entryway, a hall closet, maybe just a little carved out nook that you can make as a little desk area. Uh, small desk, just pop in a small desk in and maybe some storage shelves or something in your living room or your bedroom. It's totally going to be fine. I highly recommend though that if you have kids, that are going to be working from home, not to let them work in their bedroom unless you're a teenager. Young kids, they're going to be distracted. They're never going to get anything done because there's all their toys are in there, you know? 
and even teenagers you are going to get distracted, but they might be able to stay on task a little bit better. But first, um, it says decluttering and cleaning up, but first you got to go through and do a little bit of decluttering and cleaning up. If you have to get rid of some things to make space, that is what you're going to have to do sometimes. Remove extra decor or furniture. We're going to start by removing everything that doesn't belong in the room or the area that you choose. Take out any extra or unused furniture, excessive decor, any kind of bulky items that take up all this valuable real, real estate that you're now going to need, um, that you're uh, about to create. Uh, rearrange the furniture and maybe try to carve out a little cozy little workspace. Um, and then she talks about deep cleaning you know, turning the space into an office and shopping your, your home first. Let's start with the desk and the storage furniture. Um, she says she highly recommends that you shop your house first. You may already have exactly what you need stashed in another room. And there's no point in spending money if you have something that you're going to use temporarily. So, since we're going to work in such a very small area, a closet or a corner or another room, now is not the time for a fancy smancy desk and you've been dreaming about since you were a little girl playing office in your room at a sleepover. And she says, is she the only one that's ever done that? Um, not many have those type of dreams, but... Anyway, small desk alternative. So what about a small desk alternative? A lot of people really love the ladder desk. I actually use one myself, she says, and a small bistro table, which is also something she's used herself. You can also go for a college dorm style writing desk, a DIY rolling cart like a store-bought rolling cart, or you can even put Ikea uh, Elgot on the walls and make that a desk. Uh, storage systems. She says you're also going to need some kind of storage system, and this is going to vary a lot depending on how you're going to be using the space in your home and what you're actually going to be doing in there. Closed storage or display-worthy containers. Uh, as a general rule, you should opt for some kind of closed storage or display-worthy containers. Uh, these are super important when your workspace is in a multi-use area that your that your friends and your guests and your family can see. Cabinets or tall bookshelves with doors, if possible. Maybe cube shelves with bins to match the room's design style. Rolling cart with some drawers. I really love multifunctional furniture like ottomans and coffee tables that have hidden storage in them. And then, of course, floating shelves. Those are always great. You can try to use your walls whenever possible so you can take advantage of that vertical space because it's really, really going to be helpful. And she says, be creative. Sometimes you do have to be creative. I've had to 
use my closet as a sewing room before. I've had to use, uh, take and minimize my closet enough to put in a table big enough for my sewing machine because I've had spaces where I didn't have room for my sewing machine. Now, I don't use my sewing machine as often anymore. Right now, what I use it for is sometimes I make decorative pillows, um, but she says, be creative and you have to be. So if you can break out your inner DIY self and upcycle some of the stuff that were on their way to the dump anyway, you can really make some cool custom pieces. I love when people give a desk a new fresh coat of paint, or you can cover shoe boxes with paper or contact paper uh, or fabric, and that always looks really, really nice. Um, I have been known to have decorative items around my house for many, 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 many years and then get tired of it and paint it white. And once I've painted it white, it just gave it a whole new look. Um, I used to have a modern look with all the little squares, uh, squares, 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 kind of modern, contemporary. And um, I had it for years. Got uh, thought about getting, was going to donate it. And then I realized, why don't I just paint it white? It was a mirror and it had a lot of square spaces all around it, decorative, like a patchwork. And I painted it white and it completely changed the mirror. So I kept it. But that's what you can do in this situation as well. Or if you need your workspace to disappear, sorry, <coughs> when desks come over, you can buy some casters from the home improvement store and put them on the legs of the desk and that'll be really cool because you can slide it right out of the way right before the doorbell rings. Like if you have a desk right in the middle of your living room and you, you would never entertain guests with that desk in the middle of the living room, but it's the only space you had, then if it's on wheels, you can just slide it right into your master bedroom while you have guests and then roll it back out. I think that's a fabulous idea. It can just be hidden anywhere in any room while you have guests. Uh, a caddy, when it comes to storing all the little stuff in your home office, a caddy is going to be your favorite coworker. For an adult home office, a caddy is great for keeping your office supplies, your notebooks, your work-related folders, and all of your computer supplies. I've known organizers that have a work caddy, and what it is is it's just a big, huge, um, uh, I, I want to say a big purse, a big handbag, a big uh, leather tote, um, but they use it as a caddy for all their office stuff so that when they want to work in their bedroom, they work in their bedroom. When they want to work on their couch while their family's watching TV, they can bring all the, their stuff in there. But it's in a big tote bag or a big leather bag. Work, uh, they call it a work bag instead of a caddy. But it works. Uh you know, putting all your computer supplies and office supplies, just having some extra ones in there. 
And then in a kid's school at home space or homeschool space, a caddy is going to store all their supplies so they can easily switch between working at a desk or maybe outside on the patio for a change of scenery. A toolbox, um, like a little plastic toolbox um, or fishing toolbox with those little drawers, um, those are great on teachers' desks, but they can use a toolbox or a picnic basket, anything that will hold all the little stuff with a handle and be able to move around will be great. Now, first, if you work, it says consider your camera view for video calls. First, if you work from home or your kids are attending school virtually, they're probably going to be showing up on video calls. Consider your camera view and what other people see behind you. You might want to think about that, take a picture, see what it looks like on camera. You may also be sharing your space with others. And in that case, make sure you clearly label whose stuff is whose. You can even take it back to third grade and put up one of those trifold poster boards to divide up a large table to avoid some distractions. And that's great for kids. If you have uh, more than one child, putting up a barrier so they're not, oh, so-and-so is looking at me. Oh, so-and-so's, you know, driving me crazy. You know how kids are. She's touching me. <laughs> Use closet for business or phone calls. First up, you may have a job that requires you to make a lot of calls for work. As the mom of a teenager and five pets, she says, I know what it's like to not be able to get a quiet phone call in, especially in the living room corner or the dining room nook. So this is you. I suggest you make a small space in the largest closet of your house for making calls. Uh, fabric does a fantastic job, fantastic job of buffering and all the weird sounds that are happening. And a lot of podcasters do this in their closet. All right. Um, using a lap tray. And that's what I mentioned earlier. You don't have a have to have a whole space in your home carved out just for uh, a desk. But if you have a lap thing for a your laptop, you can also do um, Zoom on that. The third problem I see is there's literally nowhere in a small apartment for a desk and storage. Even a dining table is out of the question. And all you've got is a two-person pencila. I see you because I've been there. <laughs> It's okay to work from your bed, so don't ever feel bad about that. Order a cute little lap tray from Amazon to hold your computer and store your supplies in a little shallow rolling under bed thing and then just slide it under the bed or under the couch or something whenever people come over. It's no biggie. All right, now a little review from Leela Burris, and I will keep her. Inf I will put her information in the description below. Okay, we are going to um, do a little review. 
Learn how to set up and organize a workspace for you, your spouse, or your kids, or maybe all of you in some of the spaces that you already have in your house using what you already have on hand. Now, the best bet for finding a home office space is to double up your guest bedroom or your formal dining room or maybe divide up a bonus room. But if you don't have these spaces, you can use any room that doesn't have a TV or a lot of activity that happens in there. You want to avoid the distractions. If you think that you have to have a full room in order to work effectively, think again. Because for three years, Leela Burris, she grew uh, she, I grew my blog and my organizing business while still working my nine to five job from a small ladder desk in the living room of my 1,000 square foot house. If you have kids that are going to be working from home, don't let them work in their bedroom unless they're a teenager. Young kids are going to be so distracted and they're never going to get anything done. Before you head out to the store and buy all new furniture, shop your house first. Small desk art alternatives include a ladder desk or a small bistro table. You can also go for a college dorm style writing desk, a rolling cart, or can even put an Ikea L got on the wall. Um, also, there are uh, bistro tables. Now, I don't know if Target still has them, but wherever you can find them, there are bistro tables that will collapse and fold up and you can put it away. So it can be used as a little desk and then put away on a daily basis. And there's also maybe some spaces where you can make something on the wall that maybe looks like a piece of art or maybe looks like a chalkboard that you use as a chalkboard during the day, you fold it down and it has some um, legs and use that as a desk and then fold it back up or down. I've seen that done. Uh, but it also now consider your camera view for video calls and make sure that there's no artwork behind you that has glass frames because those frames are going to reflect some weird stuff on the other side. Now, roam your house and look for some spaces that have excessive or oversized furniture or maybe look for empty spaces or areas that have maybe just some filler pieces that are staged where you can set up your office. Once you pick your space, removing everything that doesn't belong in the room or the area that you choose, take out any extra or unused furniture, excessive decor, any kind of bulky items that make up all this valuable real estate for the office you're about to create. All right, guys, and then last, create some kind of storage system. You should Opt for some kind of closed storage or display-worthy containers. This is super important when your co-work, when your workplace—sorry, not co-workers, your workspace—is in a multi-use area, and your friends and your guests and your family will see it. So make it pretty as well 
as functional. All right, guys, that is it from Leela Bur Burris from Organized-ish, and I will leave her information in the description box. All right, guys, thank you for watching, and I'll see you on the next podcast or video.